0: You know what I hate? Boxes. That's something I have run from my entire life, cause y'all, none of us are meant to live within a box. I am a woman of many facets, loving things from business to relationships to health and wholeness and faith, and that's what you're going to get here. Uh, I'd like to thank you for joining me on the Rebecca Danny Show. I like to say I am a black and bougie believer giving you some real honest talk on life. Hello, you guys. Uh, welcome back to another episode. And this week, we are continuing with the series Biz 101. And what I really wanted to dive into this week is the basics. So I know I have a lot of people who ask me questions of, you know, how did you get started in business? Um, kind of talked about that last week, not last week, two weeks ago. Um, And then I also have a lot of people who just ask me questions of like, when it comes to business, like, what do I need in order to step into that realm? Like, how did you do it? Uh, What did that require practically, logistically? What questions should I be asking myself if I want to go down the road of entrepreneurship, all that kinds of stuff? So I would love to just do an episode where we talk about the basics. I mean, I'm going to get really, 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 really simplified, like, really, really, Business 101, like what is business, you know? Um, Because some people don't know. And I would like to start there because we'll begin to build on that. So, in some future episodes, I'm going to have some guests, which I won't be telling you who yet, but different entrepreneurs, different business owners who will be diving in particular subjects of expertise within the realm of business. Um, So, until then, though, I want to start you guys out here gave you the foundation of my story, how I got it into how I got into business. And again, if you didn't have the chance to even listen to that, go back. It was the last episode, listen to it, and hear how I even got here. How am I even, even talking about this? I just said even twice, you guys. Whatever. So <laughs> let's get started. So I just want to break down a couple different things. Um and then I want to finish off with giving you four things that you guys should know if you're wanting to start a business. So if you're wanting to go down that path, you haven't even launched yet, but you're thinking about it, especially right now, a lot of people, when new year's comes around, people think about, you know, launching into that new business, seeing that new dream happen, all that kinds of stuff. So I just want to give you guys some tips, um, and tell you some things you should be thinking about. Okay. So we're going to start off with what is business. So very, very simple De business business. I define it as when you exchange value for value. Um, it's basically any product or service that is exchanged for something of equal value. So, for example, in the past, people would like barter. And they would exchange, you know, goods for goods. And, you know, I got bread and you got milk and we'll exchange that because they're of equal value and I need that milk. So I'm going to give you my bread because I have extra loaves. But today, you know, basically we have money in order to exchange for certain goods. The object of the value can change, but as long as the value is being exchanged for similar value you are operating in the realm of business, okay? So the reason why I like to use that term value and not just focus on it's exchanging a product or service because that can look very differently dependent upon what kind of business you're in, depending on what you are exchanging, it can look very different um, from, I mean, you can be the value that's being exchanged, like your own intellectual property, Um, the ideas that you have, maybe a skill, a talent, maybe you are in the performing arts or something like that, then in that case, you are the value and you're getting paid in order to offer what you have to people. So that's why I don't like to just use product or service because value is a more overarching term. We'll just go with that. Uh, I love this definition of entrepreneurship. Business and entrepreneurship are basically the same thing, but I feel like entrepreneurship is more, again, that overarching uh, verbiage for this is the creation or extraction of value. So when it comes to the basics of this, recognizing what is it that I even want to exchange Um, those are going to be some of the things that I talk about at the end of this episode and kind of go over about things you need to identify before you step into this realm. But knowing I have value, I want that to be exchanged for value. That is business. So there's a very large difference between I have value and I'm going to give it away, but I'm not expecting something in return. That's not business. That is more charity, more ministry, things like that. So if you at all are wanting to operate a business, that means you are saying I have value and I want it to be exchanged for equal value. Okay. So the decisions you make in starting a business and even in growing a business is really going to be dependent upon where you see yourself going. Like what level of business are you wanting to operate at? Because there are all different kinds of levels. Um, I mean, from freelancer, I think something I've noticed even in the stages that a person goes through when it comes to being an entrepreneur, um, even for me personally, was like I started as a freelancer and just doing different jobs. I mean, I think I, I don't know if I said this in past episodes, but I've done so many different kinds of freelance jobs from social media management to I even, y'all, there was even a season of my life where I was doing acrylic nails out in my living room. <laughs> no lie. So, I have done so many different things to make money. Um, so I did acrylic nails sometimes, I did hair, I did makeup. Um, I've done I mean, uh, why am I forgetting now? I've done admin work. I mean, so many different things. So, I operated at at one point as a freelancer. Pretty much when a job came to me, that's when I worked. Then I moved from freelancer into being self-employed, okay? So now I am operating more where I'm starting to create my own work. Um, It's more consistent. It's not just every now and then. It's very infrequent, kind of pops up. Um, I'm starting to create opportunities for myself. I'm starting to network with people, things like that. Then you step into that realm of business owner where you start to expand. And so now you're not just being employed by yourself because the difference between being self-employed and being employed employed by an employer is just the fact that you're paying yourself you're still employed so there is a very large difference between each of these categories okay then when you step into business owner realm you're starting to expand you're starting to get to the point to where you are creating your work and it's consistent. You have a daily schedule, you're showing up somewhere. You are, whether that be a shop, whether that be an office, whatever it is, but you have a Monday through Friday or whatever your schedule looks like, uh, type of format of how you've created your structure within your operation of business. And you can be ha- starting to have employees by now, you're starting to train, you're starting to lead, all that kinds of stuff. And then This may not be the last stage, but in what I've seen, one of the higher stages is being a CEO, where at this point, you're... Uh, leadership has grown you have now stepped away from the day-to-day operations you are not really operating as the manager anymore and managing all these different systems now you are stepping into like the expansion realm the creation realm the um, I am now thinking from a place where I'm thinking vision long-term vision okay so those are kind of like the different stages that I've been able to notice uh, different business owners going through I've gone through things like that i'm at that tension stage of going from business owner to ceo um i have a team i'm expanding that team teaching that train team training them all that kinds of stuff and starting to think long-term global expansion like how do we reach more people how do we influence more people all that kinds of stuff okay so when you're able to identify where you see yourself going or what it is that you even wanna build, it helps you with starting to recognize, okay, what would I need to do for situations like marketing, or branding, or social media, or uh, our finances, what kind of goals do we have with that? It will help you with setting goals and getting very clear on those goals. So some questions to ask yourself in the beginning, which are really, really helpful, are things like, do you desire to simply work for yourself? And cover your basic necessities is that something that is what pretty much the extent of what you want so for example if you're like you know what I want to start this small business maybe I have a small print shop and I enjoy doing these prints and I just would love to you know make extra money and that brings me to another question is this a hobby or a career path So a hobby is, again, you might, you're just going to get paid sporadically. You're not really intentionally trying to build it. It's more something that you enjoy, something for fun. uh, And you're the, the cherry on top is getting paid for it. Okay. Uh, Another question. Do you desire to grow other people, to build a team, to expand, to reach people beyond your own sphere of influence? So that's another question that you can answer for yourself of checking in Do I see this going beyond myself? Do I see this being connected to overall life purpose or do I just see this being connected to personal fulfillment? Meaning personal fulfillment can be, I love writing music. I don't really want to get paid to write music. I'm not really trying to like go on tour or, you know, make these massive number one hit albums. I just want to write a few songs and maybe the extent of my fulfillment with that is I would love to perform them a couple different places. So maybe that looks like little coffee shop shows or things like that. Um, so then that would tell you right there, this isn't going to be a massive career path where you're going to set these big goals. Um, and it kind of removes that pressure from that. Then if if it's in the other realm, outside of personal fulfillment, so more on uh, overall like purpose and calling and it's something that feels bigger than you and you're like oh this is going to be something where I see the influence being beyond me it's it's beyond uh just my sphere of influence I see myself reaching other people other nations whatever that is um then again your goals and how you set up your business and how you even approach stepping into business is going to be very very different Another question to ask yourself is, do you desire to do the craft you love and be paid for it? I just talked about this when it came to uh, writing music, but it's just another pretty simple question to ask yourself. Is this just something that I love that I want to be paid for? Another question, do you desire to train others to do a craft or skill and be paid for your leadership, expertise, and training? So that's when we're stepping into that CEO role, into that even consultant role Where it's like, I want to take this expertise that I have and I want to train other people. So not only do I want to maybe coach people, I want to train other people on how to coach people. And I want to be paid for duplicating myself. Okay. So these are just some good questions to ask yourself when it comes to the idea of wanting to step out in business, wanting to start a business. Maybe you don't even know what realm of it. I have so many people that come to me and they're like, I don't even know what kind of business to start. I just know I want to start a business or I just know that entrepreneurship is the path that I want to go down and that's okay. It's okay to not have something completely nailed down. Knowing that you want to go there, asking yourself these questions, evaluating, okay, what do I really love? What do I want? What do I enjoy? What kind of skills do I have? What kind of educational background do I have? This will help you to start to narrow down what kind of business am I going to go after? Okay. And then when you start to look at future vision, mission, goals, then that'll help you even decide how big are we talking here? Are we talking small town shop? Are we talking global corporation? Okay, so just a couple different questions to ask yourself, a couple different things to consider, especially if you are in the beginning stages of, I just know I want to do it, but I have no idea what it's going to look like or what it's even going to be. So I'm going to start going through the four things that I have written down that you should know when starting a business. And then we're going to go and jump into a couple other things. Um, So the first thing I would say is what kind of value are offering? I already talked about it from the beginning, but business is offering value for value. So what kind of value is it that you're offering? Uh, Is it a product, service, idea, intellectual property? Is it a specific skill craft literally only you can do? You know, identifying what the actual value is. The second thing is identifying Who are you offering this value to? So this is really, really important because the thing is we need to know where is the demand or the desire for the value that you offer? Who is actually desiring or demanding that? Is there even a demand or desire for the value that you offer? And if not, are you willing to do the work to create the demand or desire for that value? So just getting a little bit more practical here. What that looks like is let's just say, I I mean, I will use myself for an example, but let's just say I grew up in the performing arts and let's just say that the value that I'm wanting to offer is, uh, I was a dance instructor for a period of time. So let's just say it's, it's my, my dancing ability. That's my skill. And that's my value that I want to offer. And I want to teach classes. And let's say I'm actually like, I want to go down the path where I'm, this is my career. I am a dancer and I am offering like, performing I'm offering teaching and training and that's what I'm doing in my dance career so that is my value then I have to even see what if I have a particular kind of dance style and I have to identify who is actually desiring this kinds of value so let's just say my dance style which actually is I love Latin dancing y'all um love it love it love it so let's just say i'm like okay i want to do latin dance performing and i also want to teach and i want to train other people on how to do it so who actually is desiring this i have to identify those people because those are going to be the people that i want to start speaking to they're going to be the people that when it comes to marketing when it comes to branding sales all that kinds of stuff those are going to be the people that i want to make sure i'm saying hey i have this thing this is what it costs and i think that i think that you would value it so But let's just say I have some crazy like it's just a very different style of dance that is uncommon and no one's really heard about it. If there isn't a desire or demand for that value I have to somehow create it. Let's think about (laughs) this is like an example that I have because I actually used to teach Zumba for three years but here's the thing when Zumba first started no one knew what it was. They were like what the heck is Zumba? Like It was, it was unpopular. And then there was this massive craze of Zumba and now it's kind of died down a little bit, but when it first started, no one knew what it was. So people had to, the amount of marketing and the amount of, uh, branding that they had to put into this idea so that people can start to gain. And actually what they did was created a desire in people to want to go and take a Zumba class. So they did whatever they needed to do to make Zumba sound fun, appealing, like you are getting the best workout. I mean, and honestly, Zumba is fun. I taught it for three years, y'all. And so it is fun. But in the beginning, no one knew about it. So they had to create this desire for it. I remember when I even first heard about it. It was actually through my mom. She was doing it at the gym and she was like, Becca, you, you're a dancer. You got to come with me to this class. It's called Zumba. And I was like, what is Zumba? And I was like, that sounds corny. And I I didn't have a desire for it. There was, there was no kind of, I wasn't trying to demand like, oh, I want more Zumba classes because I, I didn't even know what it was. But as she started to explain to me what it was and, you know, she showed me a couple videos and I'm seeing their branding and I'm seeing they had these matching outfits and they had these routines and I was like, "Wow, that does look kind of fun." And automatically a desire for that value was created in me. And so I started going to the classes. Not only did I start going to the classes, I started learning these routines, and then it got to the point to where I got trained as a Zumba instructor and then got a job as a Zumba instructor. So that is like a perfect practical example of what it looks like to identify what value you have recognize who are we offering this value to and if the value isn't there or if the desire isn't there if people aren't asking for it you have to find a way to create it to actually present this this product this service of like hey this is going to change your life I mean every single kind of product and service at some point had to create that desire for the product or for that service okay so The third thing that you should know when wanting to start a business would be what would you like to have in exchange for that value that you offer? So this is where you're going to start to actually look at money because that is what we use in this day and age to exchange value for value. Obviously, it could change, but for right now, it's money. So you'll need to do some research because let's just say you're starting out as a coach or, you know, or a consultant and you're like, I would like to coach people or I would like to consult them on this specific topic. Um, If you've never really stepped into that realm, you don't really know what people around you or maybe you have a specific niche, you don't know what people are even charging in that industry. So you have to start doing some research. What are some coaches that are in California that are doing similar kinds of, let's just say you're a life coach, but you're specifically focusing in on the health region. So then you're going to start to do your research and figure out what are other health coaches charging? What kind of services do they offer? what does it look like for them to work with people you're this is going to be where you're going to recognize obviously if you're in a large industry if they have a massive part of the business industry then you're going to have some competition so wanting to understand do I want to set myself at market value do I want to be below market value or do I want to be above market value I mean in every single industry there are people in all realms in all levels there are people below they're at the average and then they're above Above, and then you just have to decide when it comes to the actual value that I'm personally offering, what can I charge for that? What can I receive in return for that? But you must know where you fall. Okay. Uh, when it comes to the last thing that I would say you should know when it comes to starting a business, it is how are you going to deliver this value to the recipient? So that is depending on the type of value, it's going to determine what you're do- what delivering those goods are going to look like. So again, when you're a coach. Delivering that is going to look like probably having either calls or in-person meetings, or maybe you're not even going to be doing one-on-one. Maybe you're like, I'm just going to do trainings and e-courses. If you have a product or service, is that going to be shipping and handling? Is that a digital product? Um, All of that kinds of stuff. So these are all different things that you want to kind of have an understanding of And have answered before you step into that realm so that there isn't confusion when you start to get people who want to come and pay you for that thing. And you're like, oh, I don't know what to do. I don't know. Should I charge that much? Should I let them give me that much money? It answers all those questions for you, okay? So once you're able to kind of get that basic understanding of what value you're offering, who you're offering it for, um... What, how much you want in exchange for it, all that kinds of stuff, then you can start to establish and create a plan of action when it comes to things like setting goals, when it comes to things like marketing, branding, social media, sales, operations, again, and and even finances. And again, this is going to be dependent upon those first initial questions that I ask, where do you see yourself going? How big do you see this getting? And what level of Business owner, do you want to be? So, the last thing I'm going to leave you guys with is going through a business basics like checklist. These are just like the practicals of once you've identified, you know, what product or service that it is that you're offering. Now, you're going to start to do the work. So couple different things that i have on this checklist is first identifying a name for your business sometimes this is where many people get stuck of like i don't really know what to name my business it can feel a little bit high stakes but there's so many different things you can do one a business name can change my first business the name has changed twice and the thing is it will adjust people will adjust with a name change so Remove the pressure. It doesn't have to be a name that's going to last for the next 20 years. Um, Just do something that actually connects with what you're doing, what kind of value you're offering um, and what you are excited about. So choose a name. Um, sometimes when people get stuck on this, I tell them to do different, um, exercises like brainstorming exercise, writing out, you know, different words that represent the business that they're starting. Um, they can do things like name generators. You can Google a name generator and that can help you. You can look up if there is a specific word that you feel like, let's say you are a coach or you are a, um, We'll just go with the word coach, but let's just say there's something where you're like, okay, I feel like I'm going to help people when it comes to alignment. But you're like, I don't really want to use that word. You can go on Google, put that word in and put synonyms and look for different words that are going to come up and pop up that have similar meaning. So there's so many different ways and creative ways that you can spark uh, creativity when it comes to nailing down a name for your business. But that is something that is very important, identifying a name, Um, and then secondly is identifying some branding. So this is going to look like a logo. This is going to look like, what are some colors? What are some things that you want to represent the business that you are beginning? Um, another thing on this checklist is what level so identifying what level of financial investment is this going to require from you so this is where you're going to start doing some finances and budgeting and starting to look at you know what do I actually need so when it comes to getting a website or getting a whatever it is that you're needing, a business license, things like that. What is the financial investment going to be? So making sure that you have that set aside, that you have that capital, things like that. Uh, The next thing would be getting a business license. So a lot of people (laughs) ask me this question of how do you get a business license? It is as simple as usually going to whatever city uh, clerk, um, your city hall, and usually they will have some kind of business office. In my city, all you have to do is fill out an application. Once you fill out that application, you submit your fee for the business license. That's a recurring yearly fee for your business license, and that just keeps you active as a business owner within that city or within that uh, county and then you put in your application you pay your fee and you are officially a business owner so it is very very simple it is not a scary process at all Um, just look up in your city um, how to actually apply for a business license and you should get all of the information that pops up on a google form Uh, the next thing is going through and actually having some kind of website and or social media platform that is going to be like a visual business card um, an online or digital business card so websites and social media accounts that's what i see them as i see them as just uh, digital business cards, ways for people to view your work, ways for them to get in touch with you, ways for them to um, understand what you do and what you offer, things like that. Okay? Um, so, having some kind of way, whether that be a website, now every single business ha- does have a website, so you don't have to do that. Um, some people just operate their business solely through things like Instagram accounts, Facebook business accounts, all that kinds of stuff. Okay. So, but finding something online where people can connect to your business um, or your brand and what you're doing. And then the last thing that I have on there. Uh, that checklist is establishing a sales process for your clients or customers because once you get your business license once you get your business your uh, website or social media account you have a name you have the money all that kind of stuff you have the branding now you have to figure out what is the process going to be for when someone comes to me and they want to buy this thing from me so just nailing and establishing that sales process um, and what that customer journey is going to actually look like. Okay, so these are just some practical things. I know I've gone through this really, really quick, um, but I just wanted to kind of break down some basics, get it out there, tell you guys it is not as complicated as you think. Business is really, really, really. As far as when it gets, when it comes to getting started, it is very simple, and it actually really just comes down to identifying what it is you want to offer. And then starting to create that thing. So starting to actually put it out somewhere, telling people, creating a name, all that kinds of stuff. So in the next upcoming episodes, I'm going to dive a lot deeper into some of these subjects. But again, today I just wanted to go with an overview, remove that pressure, lay it out on the table. This is the basic foundations of business and getting started and all that kinds of stuff. Um, But for today, that's where we're leaving it at. So uh, if you guys have any questions, feel free to shoot me a message. Um, my email is hello at rebecca danny.co um, or you can find me on social media at rebecca danny. Um, I would love to answer any questions that you guys have when it comes to getting started with business. I look forward to hearing or er, not hearing from you guys because I'm talking to y'all. Uh, I look forward to <laughs> diving into this subject more. You guys have a good rest of your day. Hey! Hey, y'all. Thanks for listening in on today's show. I'd love to further connect with you. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Rebecca Danny on Twitter at the Rebecca Danny and check out my website. Uh, it's www.therdco.com. Thank you again. Feel free to like, share, subscribe, show your girl some love, and I will catch you real soon.